Imagine yourself emerged in a beautiful sunset of warm colors, sitting in softness, breathing. How was your day? We're truly grateful to spend the evening with you in this space of compassion, gratitude, and cozy conversations. We're Silen Sissel, and this is After Sunset. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the After Sunset podcast. Welcome back. You know, Sila actually sent me a really like interesting TikTok the other day, and mm-hmm. now you might be seeing Sila TikToks. But yeah, she did. But it was your sister who sent it to you, right? My sister sent it to me, yeah. and then I sent it to Cecil. <laughs> it was yeah, she sent it to me, and it was something that I feel like both you and us have heard a lot of times before. But it's something that is very nice to be reminded of once in a while, and to you know, feel this new wave of energy and power over your life. And it was that you are the writer of your own story. And I feel like that was just such an appropriate episode to talk about for this um, podcast. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Exciting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's get into it. Yes. Before we jump headfirst into today's wholesome episode, we'll take a moment to introduce today's sponsor, Organic Basics. If you're anything like us and you've been looking for an all-around conscious and comfortable underwear brand, then we're so pleased to tell you that your search is over. Organic Basics is a Danish eco-conscious underwear, activewear and essentials clothing brand founded in 2015 with a clear mission to be pioneers within sustainable fashion by working with ethical and certified manufacturers, as well as only sourcing grade A and B materials, they're able to bring you the highest quality of low carbon emission styles. Sil and I have both gotten our hands on the organic cotton underwear sets, as well as their activewear. And not only is it incredibly flattering, it's with certainty the most comfortable my body has ever been. Sile, do you agree? Absolutely. One thing is for sure, I am going back and getting this set in every color. By doing so, you're actually supporting several different organizations, all fighting for a greener tomorrow. Organic Basics is part of 1% for the planet, meaning that each year they donate 1% of their sales to several green causes. I love that I can trust where my money lands. Apart from focusing on doing better for the planet, Organic Basics is also valuing being a body positive and inclusive brand. They're committed to inclusivity in their models and size ranges, and they promise you that you'll never ever see a picture of an edited body on their website, simply because they believe that you deserve to find comfort in your own body. Organic Basics is an all-around safe and conscious choice for the softest, most flattering pieces. We absolutely love our own items, and we would love for you to try them out as well. You can use the discount code AFTERSUNSET10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Now, let's go into today's episode. As you said, Cecil, my sister, my beautiful, lovely sister, she sent this video to me, I think last Monday or something, and I checked it and something just like kind of shifted inside of me and I just felt like I was going to bed that night and I just kept repeating in my head like, it's easy. It's just really easy. I'm just, 
I'm just changing my script. That's mm-hmm. like, that's the thing. It's just so easy. And for some reason, as you said, it wasn't like, she didn't say anything I hadn't heard before, but I just somehow, my soul just really like clicked with it. And I just kind of felt like it actually is just so easy, so easy. Yeah. And I kept going to bed like for three days and my mind just automatically brought it up. And now it's been a week and I don't know, I've seen so many changes <laughs> already <laughs> from just like having this easy mindset approach. Yeah. Um, also, I felt like it came at the perfect time for me. But more than more than just that, it's a it's a really interesting topic because I feel like we've had a long period of time, both of us, where we, on the podcast as well, we've talked about some difficulties that has been and there's been a lot of, like, just a little bit challenging energy and something seems to have shifted a little bit. Maybe you guys listening can also feel it, but I can clearly feel that something has shifted. How about you, Cecil? Yeah, me too. It's actually funny how, like, I've seen that online as well. Like, I've seen my favorite, like, you know, podcasters and Instagrammers posting about how, whoa, this, like, new shift in the energies Mm. are changing. I also reposted that on the After Sunset stories. I saw that. Yeah? After you reposted that, I was laughing because I had just called you and we had just, I just talk to you about right. this and then I saw that you had posted that after but it had been like 25 minutes yeah. <laughs> and I was like it's like Damn. really it is m- manifesting itself and I feel like so in that um, video it was like specifically about like astrology for example like um, we just came out of a season or are still like by the end of it like both eclipse season and mercury retrograde and a lot of difficult like planetary placements and basically now with the new like Gemini season and it feels like there is new renewed energy and we're having more for communication and Mm. to like broaden us out in new energies again which is very Gemini-like and I just feel this new fresh air in this season Mm -hmm. and um, it's so like it's came at a perfect time that you sent that video like she was just this beautiful lady I feel like we should probably just link it in the show notes and she was just she was basically just saying you know how she was actually saying that when she she works with people who has had near-death experiences and a lot of them come back and tell her that they have this profound experience where they see that the life as a human is just this kind of like stage where we go on and perform like this play and then afterwards they all saw how easy it is to just change the script because you are the writer you are the director you are the actor mm-hmm. like you are the you are everything but we kind of lose the memory of that coming here as salts yeah, because everything is so serious yeah. we're so serious and we're forgetting that it's just a play. Mm-mm. It's yeah. a play to like learn about ourselves because that's the only way that soul can evolve. And I don't know, it was just like so refreshing to be reminded. And even the way that she said it, it was just so, I don't know, I just Wise. really, I don't know, I just really liked that video. Yeah. 
And I, I've like I have this feeling that we have a tendency to one big chunk of us believes that you know nothing very cool or big or fun or interesting or out of the quote unquote ordinary will ever happen to us a lot of us has a difficulty believing that because we might feel like we live mundane lives or a very average or boring even life and then we have another big chunk of people who believe that anything big or exciting or you know adventure or cool will happen to them because it's been brought to them by someone else or something else and I have a feeling at least when I've talked with people and what I see in the media and online on social media I have a feeling like a lot of us either you know like belong in one of these boxes when it comes to how we think about our lives Mm. and I mean we've all tried going on social media we've all tried to compare ourselves and see this person who travels around the world and who builds their own little like sustainable garden in the mountains of Portugal and we've all seen these people right so we all know that this kind of excitement and this kind of unique way of living exists but yet I feel like in this society of comparison it's easier for us to say oh one that can never happen to me or two if it happens it's because I get this crazy opportunity I find uh, the winning lottery ticket on the ground somewhere like they do in movies or something Mm. like that and we're here to change that mindset right now well hopefully we're here to shift it And I think that everyone listening are very open to this idea from the first place. I think you wouldn't be listening, but it's just even as someone like Sila and I, who's been so interested in this for a long time, even hearing like a little TikTok so simple that we've heard a million times before can be a refreshing reminder and can really, you know, spark in some energy in a really overwhelming time. So I think like our our mission with this episode Mm -hmm. is to inspire you guys to do that too. I really agree with the, like what you just said about like hearing something like a million times and then there's just one day where you you just kind of understand it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like we all have had experiences with like maybe it's like a book or a movie or music or like I don't know any situation or place where we're like wow like I never I've come here a million times and I never realized that it's special or like I never realized that the lyrics were this or like we all have at least one time experienced that it kind of that's the one of the magical things with life when we are not ready to hear things or, or or really like work with information, we absolutely don't hear it. Like our brain is not wired to take in information that we are not, like our journey isn't on that point yet. I think I told you, Cecil, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, I read a study where it was a guy who tested how um, if you place objects in societies where they have absolutely no idea like that these things exist so for example like place like a microchip or like a piece of electronic in like a tribe or if you were to go back in like the ancient times and place it like in the mid um, medieval um times times on the street um he 
uh, was saying that actually probably 98% of people would not even look at it or touch it or pick it up because they wouldn't have any perception of even an idea that that could even exist so they actually wouldn't see it mm. like physically wouldn't see it in these scenarios we're talking about like objects and physical things but it also applies to information and um theories and like if people you know if your dad comes and he says to you blah 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 and then you are a stubborn teenager and you absolutely don't want to hear it but then maybe when you turn 30 you're like wow that's what my dad always said now I get it like mm. that's the same concept and yeah. I just love when because both Cecil and I like like we consume like crazy amounts of like podcasts and information and books and everything I like I so much go through my brain but then sometimes a sentence that I've heard a million times can just click with me in another way because I'm my soul is like mm. on that part of the journey where it's ready to like take it and work with it. Yeah. Um yeah. Exactly. I think that before we get into like being the writer of our own story and changing the script, we let's spend just like a couple of seconds exploring like why do we want to change it? Because to change something, you have to be aware of your why. Because when we know our why, we just have extra more fuel and power to to put into this change. If you do something without um, a reason or a purpose, it I would say like there's a better chance of that thing falling to the ground because you don't really have anything, any force behind it. So for yourself, I would just ask you to ask yourself, okay, why do I want to change? Why do I want to rechange my script? And it doesn't have to be anything really deep, actually. You can just say, I just want to have fun in my life. Yeah, or like, it just doesn't feel good right now. Mm -hmm. And then I want to say one of my favorite quotes ever that, because if something feels wrong, it means that there must be something that feels right. Mm -hmm. And I just really love that because it's so simple. And it just like, it's just really basic truth. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I am so like, tired of, hearing those sentences and I feel like you guys have heard them as well growing up like when your aunt uh, aunt Hilda or whatever her name is says so what 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 do you plan on doing yeah. after you graduate this school or yeah. or oh are you doing that are you sh that's me 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 and so a lot of us has kind of been indoctrinated in this mindset yeah. that um oh but that thing is not what I'm supposed to do or oh that is not like if and I what just I'm doing took this is never good enough like where I'm at right now is not good enough yeah exactly and like oh I studied this in university for four years now so I should probably have find a job that's in this realm now and that's what I'm supposed to do mm. that's where I can that's the only place I can find a job or that's whatever and I want to tell you or invite you to next time thoughts like this go through your head and also so that when someone else is telling you these kind of things I want you to really listen to that because if you say that's not what I'm supposed to do or that is not what this is connected to or yada 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 then you're not writing your own story mm -hmm. you're living in a story someone else wrote and that someone else is whatever, society or Aunt Hilda or whatever, most people in this world probably. And 
that's not your story, honey. Like you, you, it's just, we have to notice the patterns that throws us off our own story because that's exactly why we don't know this right now. Funny thing is that it's probably not even Aunt Hilda's story. It's probably her, like, you know, living through society and she's also been told that by her. Everyone is upholding it, saying But you kind of have to break the illusion. So I would just look Aunt Hilda dead serious in the eye and ask her, like, Aunt Hilda, are you happy? Like, did you, (laughs) every time you follow these things, like, did that make you happy? And I would probably say that she would be like, actually, it absolutely didn't. Like, Mm -hmm. it was all the times in my life where I didn't follow those rules and I followed my heart. That's when I found real happiness. Yeah. Or, or she will just deny, 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 and then run away. And Hilda is too deep to be saved. <laughs> bless you, Aunt Hilda. Yeah, bless you, but you're too far down. <laughs> I mean, I can recognize that with some of my grandparents, definitely. I mean, they were just from another time where there was... Mm. They want the best for us, but they we, also, we also have to learn that we actually know what's best for us most of the time like we don't you don't need people to tell you what's best for you 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 know yeah exactly when it comes to you know becoming the writer of your story and why you would want to do that i do also want to recognize the fact that it is scary like the thought of taking on that responsibility Mm -hmm. because it is a responsibility when you're becoming the writer you're by that also accepting full responsibility we have that already but as we've covered in many other episodes we are very comfortable as humans being in the victim role and being in the low roller behind in class you know it's easier quote-unquote in the first round And I think that when you then do decide to become your main character, you're also in that sense saying, oh, then I am me. This is everything that I do. It's me. I have to take responsibility of that. So we have, you know, a lot of us, We, (laughs) it's very easy to say when something goes very well. Yeah, I did that. Or yeah. I also worked really hard for that and oh yeah, I, I saved up and I and I got the trip, I mm. did it. But when something goes wrong, it is so convenient for us humans sometimes, most of the times, to be like, yeah, no, like my boss, blah, 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 or yeah, my mom or my parents don't approve of that, or there's always someone you can blame for that. And when you decide to become the main, main character, but also the writer, most importantly, you are fully embracing the fact that you are the only one who can be blamed and Mm -hmm. you are the one who is taking responsibility. You are both your beautiful moments and you're also your nasty moments at the same time. And becoming the writer, it is taking full responsibility. It's not only just sitting on the lit train and going going to some magical, mystical Mm -hmm. place because life is what we already know that it is. But... Why sell for not taking responsibility and then living a, a life down in, on the 10th class? Why doing that? It's so funny because when you say this, what you're just saying, <laughs> I can see that uh, something that I realized this week that I used for my life right now to rewrite because that's something that I needed to do is that 
I actually have been really stuck in that that you were just saying right now. I've mm. been like, it's my responsibility. Like I'm creating everything. So which has brought me the past couple of months some shame and guilt because I've been so freaking aware of every step I took and every like every second being like, okay, but it's my responsibility. You're creating this. Like when you do this, when you lift that cup, when you talk to this person, when you stay up one hour later and go to bed it's your responsibility and I I just I realized that I was so focused on all how everything was my responsibility so I kind of got stuck there and didn't really move into the reality that I wanted to create because I was so focused on because it how was much overwhelming or no because I was so focused on doing everything like quote unquote right in the way that it was would be aligned to that future that I want to step into where the the key is actually to just fully embody it and not be so much up in your head where I was a lot up in my head and I still do it because like I'm just very observant of everything that I do but I think that it's something we it's good to be aware of it, but don't waste too much time on being too fixated on how much of a re- responsibility you have. Instead, like be really get clear on what you want and then embody that, like walk the talk. Because if you otherwise, you'll just be stuck in the middle and be like one foot in your old habits, one foot in what you want and be really focused on like how you have a responsibility to to do that the new thing but i think that comes on to how you deal with issues a lot in general as a person and i think that if people aren't embracing that they have the responsibility and when something goes wrong and something goes right it's equally as much their responsibility to fix that if someone is not embracing that then one thing is for sure they will never go to where they come and so i think that like sila has been aware of her responsibility for a long time which is actually why she is at the place where she is now where she is you know grabbing all of these super interesting opportunities abroad in a different country and i think that if Silu you have not understood your responsibility mm. you wouldn't have come to where you are now and now you're actually able to take the next step and to deal with some other stuff that then comes up and then oh then you have to learn in different scenarios and how to navigate that and how to navigate your responsibility but the key is to always understand you do have that but as you said also like sometimes you know a lot of responsibility can seem too much for us you will know where you're at in your life and what you need and what you what what your thing that you have to deal with and work with is it's just really i want to bring that up because it's interesting that Sometimes when you're practicing these things, you can also get um, stuck in in the practice. And sometimes you have to evolve past that and see things and like, be like, wait, realign it to what you want to your story to be, right? Because sometimes the steps, like you can stay on a step, but without realizing that it's time to like step up to the next step and then to the next step because mm. everything evolves and sometimes we have to step down like into the side but it's just yeah it's an interesting journey and I think it's every time we are aware that we want to be 
like in charge of our own storyline we also have to be like really looking at ourselves on how you're dealing with with that responsibility and you know walk the talk or like really embrace like because we can we can listen to a thousand podcasts and books and like sit here and talk but if we don't actually go out and embody that what we're saying nothing changes Mm -hmm. at all so it's like i think that was my point with like like try not to be in the head so much and try more to embody like what you want to see because i think those are actually the same thing like i don't know in my head like taking responsibility and walking the talk Mm. to me that's the same thing i think because I think like, it's because I, like visually, I just like for me, I just see it in like picture. Like, yeah, I mean, it is the same, but I think because I think it's because I'm thinking like, for me, I've always dreamt about a lot of things, mm. but beforehand, I wasn't good at taking the action, and to me, that doesn't mean taking responsibility. To me, taking responsibility of your dreams means actually acting on them, mm. and. I think it is a superficial dream if it's not being taken into action. And I think not that that dream isn't valid, but yeah, I think in my head, I really connect responsibility to, you know, actually acting out on it. And if you don't, then like, like if you don't act out on your dreams or these kind of things, then maybe sit down and reevaluate. Why do I want these dreams? Mm -hmm. Is there something that is actually out of my like out of myself that I don't know of right now that I'm not conscious of that my body actually doesn't want to do this or where can I go to where can I actually go to even get either get this rolling or create a new dream Mm. and I definitely also want to touch base in this episode about some like very practical things that you can do to actually spice up your life a bit and actually get out of that cycle of you know, listening to Aunt Hilda and doing whatever mm-hmm. Aunt Hilda and the society tells you to do. Um, Can I ask you a question before you get into yes. that? Because now I don't have my iPad that I actually wrote it on, so I'll just see if I can remember it. But um, I think anytime we want to change like the script or want to take responsibility of our life, it's because we want to we want to we want to succeed. We want to have success. And I think success is very different from person to person, how we perceive what is success. Mm. And to inspire you guys listening, I wanted to ask Cecil, (laughs) I wanted to ask you, Cecil, what is your idea of inner success? And how does it show? How can it show up in your life? Like, what does it look like? I actually, I divide my successes, my inner success, like the ultimate success feeling. I divide that. There's a lot of ways to get to that in my head. There's a lot of ways to have success that will tingle that success center in me. I don't I don't believe that I will be in a state of constant success all the time because that means I stopped evolving. I stopped figuring out what new goals I want to do and what new things I want to attract Mm. and so to me like I don't for me personally 
like there is not this one big goal where I have to be an enlightened Buddha and then that's my success. There's a lot of different steps to reach that and I mean I we all know the financial success goal and I have relationship success goals and I have um, personal development success goals. I have you know success goals with my family. There are so many different ways and I have different dreams that might tick up tick off like several of those and I have different dreams that might just tick one of them off but I do know that if what I'm doing doesn't tick off one of these things that tickle that little like feeling of yes or you know you know we all know that feeling I don't know how else to describe it than just yes you know <laughs> um but I think you had a really good answer mm -hmm. yeah I, I think I just like, set so many different mm -hmm. goals and so I think, sorry, Sile, I think that is what is very important to me because I've had very big goals before and that just in the end ends up like burning me out and making me give up like 10% off the way. And if I, I just, I set a lot of goals in my life when it comes to personal growth and my work, my, my financial states, my relationship and I celebrate yeah. a lot. I do celebrate little things all the time and to me that you know gets me going gets me burning for you know following what I truly want and desire but how how do you know what you truly want and desire I think that's why I'm like trying to like find what the question is like behind all those like the the those groups of success like is there like a feeling that connects all of them that is like the leading light, like. Oh, you're asking for my why. Yeah, <laughs> because I want to inspire people listening to be like, okay, maybe you want to like, maybe you want to write a new storyline where you are like a successful like businesswoman or like a amazing dad or something. But what like what why what's the what what would that feel like, and like the light at the end of the tunnel so that you can kind of have that as a like a guiding light sort of mm. I don't have that mm. and I'm sitting with myself alone a lot um there's a lot of the times throughout the week where I'm not with someone physically and I really do enjoy those because that is very vulnerable times with myself and I am able to be honest and open-minded and revalue like I have new dreams and goals all the time Every single week, every single day, there's a new thing that makes me excited. And to me, it's following those small ones that makes me excited. That's how I want to live my life. There's no big goal at the end. There's no light at the end of the tunnel for me. It's a tunnel with a shit ton of little lights. And it's about grabbing those when I do find them. I, I mean, we've probably all heard this. Like, I'm just... If I can lay at my deathbed and say, nice. I'm I'm so fine. Like I don't have any bigger alternative motives. Because you, so what I'm hearing you say is that actually you say that there's no light but your light is to be excited, to live mm -hmm. an exciting life. Yes. So that's that's your light, right? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's the like every time and that's that's that for you and it might be different for people but even just like it doesn't have to be like something grand but just having that little thing like the reason why I'm putting my energy into these things, the reason why I'm waking up in the morning or like doing this 
the reason why I'm realigning and like focusing on what I'm dreaming on is because it's important for me to be excited about being alive. Mm. And I think that's a really good reason. Yeah, I love that. Good answer. <laughs> I, so I think we're, we're similar, aren't we? I think so too. Mm-hmm. I actually, before we go into the tips part of it all, I would love to say something that I have heard. And this is so funny because it goes exactly in alignment with what you said earlier, where you can hear something over and over again, and then suddenly it will say, it will click. Mm. And I'm just like for the past, I would say two months, I've just been studying a lot and like um, watching a lot of videos and listening to podcasts or whatever with Satguru. And I'm just so amazed by him because he seems like such a like a no bullshit kind of guy, but he's so wise. And he said this thing that I've heard before and that I never really thought about until now where I was like studying up because now, oh, I see the connection to what we're going to talk about today. And he said that our evolution as human beings is not biological anymore. It's conscious, meaning that... Up until a certain state as a species, you develop and evolve, you know, biologically because, oh, the giraffe needs a longer neck because it has to reach the the leaves, the tall leaves so that it can be fed because it can't really, there's like a lot of, I don't know, there's not a lot of other <laughs> nutrients anywhere else for the giraffe or whatever. And so that's what he means by biologically mm. evolving, right? And now we reach a point where it's conscious and that means that evolving is something that is a choice you make first and foremost and it's also something that can be done anytime any day any moment any second it's you can sit down one evening and say i'm going to evolve mm-hmm. i'm going to study this or i'm going to sit and meditate on this or i'm going to do this and that and you can evolve in an evening mm-hmm. like and that is just you grow your brain exactly you can seriously and that's why it's just so magical to be a human a lot of other species right now at least that we know of mm. pretty much all of them still evolve in a different way at least what we know of we can't say that for sure right but it's just so insane mm-hmm. how the humans like what a privilege it is and hopefully that will spark some light it's so like this I'm so excited for when we're going to have like a episode talking about like the future and like <sighs> aliens and all this kind of things because <laughs> sci-fi in general because we are like I'm constantly so excited about being alive right now because we're literally living in like a 70s sci-fi novel <laughs> it's like it's insane like if you guys I'm like I'll figure out things that people are working on right now and I'll be like, why is this not in the like newspaper, newspaper. or whatever? Yeah. You don't you have no fucking clue what people are working on like in science labs these days and it's insane. Also, it brings me to I was listening to an interview with um the singer Grimes the other day and she's for the people who do, doesn't know Grimes amazing singer but also she's very very smart and she's very sci-fi as well and she has a concept that she speaks about where she talks about how um, she believes that the human um, has moved away like we are no longer homo sapiens we are homo techno 
because we have come to a point basically because like, she's also has made a lot of techno music yeah, as well right yeah but she um believes that we are at a point right now where the computer is an extension of our brains and the way that we are developing as a species with computer like we are just at the early stages but this will be a part of our future species like we are the very beginning of a whole new species of humans and this is her theory and i'm usually really just not into yeah this yeah I mean, I, which I am because I, it's a combination. I also, I love technology, but I also think that we have to be really careful with how we use it. But I just really thought that her point of view was so interesting. Mm. This is a completely different episode now, but (laughs) it's just, I feel like if there's a main point with this uh, whole, like, as Cecil said, the Satguru with like a, like a evolution mm-hmm. evolution of consciousness and grimes with the homo techno it is that i think we are as a species and if you're listening to this right now getting more and more aware that we are so moldable and that we are growing more than ever mm-hmm. and when i was listening to this tiktok lady that my sister sent me and that i sent to cecil i felt like my brain like understands things these days on a higher scale that than I have ever done and it's like I talked to you about it Cecil and my other uh, friends with who are really smart and we all just agree that there's like something has been sped up and right now on the planet it just feels like the evolution is just going nuts like we are learning things so quickly my like people who has never talked about like consciousness or like I don't like to call it just spirituality but like just like the the knowledge of like everything mm-hmm. being connected will start talking about it as it's the most normal thing in the world I'm like Jesus like where five, have you been <laughs> five years ago like when I talked to you about this you were like thought I was the craziest person on earth and now here you are like yeah. reading I don't know Satguru or whatever yeah like people even like mass media people will like has adopted spirituality and like consciousness Mm. as like a normal thing these days and i think it's a sign that we have the potential more than ever to like really take responsibility of our lives Mm -hmm. absolutely it's really exciting to be human that's what we're saying yeah it's so exciting and honestly if this doesn't prove that possibilities Mm. are endless for you then i don't know what will my love because you are the writer of your own story and not taking advantage of that and not fully embracing that is wasting so many opportunities mm. and i'm sure that no one of us want to sit in the back seat in our own lives we don't like just to be like uh, before we go into the tips and tricks section i just want to and the cycle with Grimes because she said an incredible quote that I just like I wrote it down instantly I ran over to my book and I wrote it down and she said I just feel like it comes really really smoothly with what we've talked mm-hmm. about because we are at a stage right now in like as a species where we have so much res- responsibility to take 
but we also has a ten we have a tendency because it's so new to fall into like stress and depression because we can see the possibilities and the re- the responsibility that we have and that can be really heavy so basically she said don't kill what you hate save what you love and i just thought that was amazing because you have you have to just one amount of energy put it wisely mm-hmm. don't waste your time killing all the things you hate put that energy saving what you love and then yeah. i just thought that was beautiful yeah i do like grimes let's get into our tips and tricks section mm-hmm. that we've been talking about for 20 minutes now <laughs> It will come. It's like watching yeah. one of those commercials and then they're like, oh, you have to go to the store to get it. Yeah, exactly. Or like, no more after these 20 minutes commercials. Yes. Here we are. Nah, here it comes, guys. Um, okay, I'm just going to go right into it. My mm-hmm. first tip is to, if you're right now in school, you're finishing school soon or whatever you're doing, actually, just take a gap year. I mean, whatever you're doing, if you're driving, drop it. driving a car, like... <laughs> Riding a horse. Exactly. Take a gap year. <laughs> no. But what I'm saying is this is something that is so accepted and normal in Denmark. Mm. And when I did a gap year, when I did that, which is a long time ago yeah. now, I shared it on my YouTube channel. I also even made a video about why I think everyone else should take mm-hmm. a gap year as well. And um, if you're an OG who's been a follower of mine for a while, might you might remember that. I was... um sweet 18 year old Tizzle. yeah so and <laughs> so many people was just not understanding it and was like wait i have one never heard about this opportunity yeah. two if they did hear about this opportunity their parents was against it mm-hmm. and there was just so many things they didn't know oh then i will be older than these people when i start the university and then mm-hmm. all of these things and my point with saying take a gap year is because that is such a amazing teenage rebellion that does magic for you mm. if you do it consciously consciously and also it is a great time to challenge beliefs that has been put onto you that you might still believe it's a great opportunity to go out there and actually experience and now i'm saying something that might be controversial i honestly don't care but out and experience real life I agree. You, mm-hmm. Because when you take yourself out of the whole constitution system, you got you get to to experience that you exist without all of that. Yeah. And you get to see that you still wake up in the morning, you still have to f- eat food, you still have to get fresh air, you still mm-hmm. can fall in love, you can still get a heartbreak, you can still blow... You can still get a job yeah, and you can, can still, still earn money. Exactly. It is... Nothing comes without... Like... Everything comes with you. Yeah. It is not connected to no. graduating from school or graduating from university or, you know, writing a great thesis or whatever mm-hmm. you do in university, which I don't know because I took a gap year and I never fucking went back. <laughs> Flash forward to gap year number six. Yeah, we're like, hey, so guys, take a gap year. You might never come back, but that is fucking beautiful part of it. And also you might come back after a year. And then also, why do we say come back? Like, what is it where we coming yeah. back to like yeah, I, I don't feel like i'm away from anything like, also do why know? do we call it a gap year i don't know because that implies that it's just a little pause yeah, it's, and it's a gap yeah in, in between something else no it's not guys just, just stop what you're doing <laughs> just stop what you're doing 
and try to remove yourself from the situation. Mm -hmm. I don't like actually, even if you already had a gap year or whatever, or even if you're like in job, like I think what it comes down to is like remove yourself from your situation that you're currently in for like a time period that's really healthy because exactly we have a tendency to kind of like grow into what we are part of and then just like forget that we can exist without it yeah exactly mm -hmm. that is very wisely said and um just in general we reevaluate your thought process and also just coming out and experiencing something that is mm. extremely new and already removing yourself from your current situation might seem scare scary but if you then do that and you are like now what? Now I'm just scared and doesn't have anything to do. Well, that's where the real challenge begins mm -hmm. because the real, you know, challenge in this is that you have to be in discomfort and that's where you grow. Mm -hmm. You cannot grow or at least not to a certain extent in a comfort zone. And so I've ex talked about this before on the podcast that my mom described. There are three different zones in like a circle. The middle one is the little green comfort zone. The yellow one is discomfort zone. And then in the biggest circle around it is the red, which is like red flags, fuck zone, right? <laughs> and um, I just so appreciate. She's always told me to go out and get uncomfortable, be in the yellow zone. The fuck zone. Not the fuck zone, she said, because then you get fucked and that's not good. <laughs> So not the fuck zone, but the, the orange zone, right? The yellow one. And um, I just love that because for me, like one of the scariest things that I've ever done in my life was to move abroad to, in a different country where I didn't have an education and I didn't speak the language and I didn't know how to earn money with what I thought I would earn money on. Mm -hmm. Like I came to Korea being like, I want to do YouTube full-time, but I don't even earn any money doing it right now. So how am I going to survive? And um, I was so fucking scared. But, I mean, look at me now. I'm still scared, but I know how to earn money and I'm growing. And I met so many amazing new people and I'm living the life that the 18-year-old me would scream and cry over because she couldn't believe that that would happen. And that all happened because, for one... I took a gap year and I allowed myself to take the next one as well, which was probably the hardest decision not to take a gap year, but continue the gap year one more year. This sounds like the best commercial ever. Find gap, your gap year yeah. on gapyear.com. <laughs> right. It sounds like and such a good thing. We're selling this gap year so are. much. The cool thing is that it's like, it's like you don't have to buy it. No. I mean, you don't have to go travel to South Korea to do no, this. No, this is just, just an go. example from our lives. Yeah. And you know what you do if you decide that you really love this gap year? If you live in America or some other country, you're actually saving money on it because oh, yeah. you don't have to go to university. True. True. <laughs> university is also an illusion, guys. It, it gets you <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I wish you could see how she's sitting right now. She's like one, like her elbow on top of her knee and like spread legs. And then she's on her period. So all this wisdom is just coming through. From all of my holes. All she of has the, like the biggest smile and she's going in there. University is an, an illusion. illusion. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this huge like trend or whatever a couple of years ago online where celebrities and all of that. It was the cool thing to say. It was like, guys, stay in school. Mm -hmm. And that became a cool, know-it-all kind of thing to do. Yeah. And I did the same. I was like, yeah, if you get out of school, like, come on, you should have just finished. You had one year left. Why did you go and do that mm -hmm. now? That was my mindset too. But I had my 
and Hilda's glasses on. I couldn't see that. So It's true. I'm going to quote my dad and say some of the smartest people I've ever met or ever studied, none of them finished school. Yeah. I feel like we're really promoting not going to school. And I mean, I, to be honest, both of us, we loved going to school. So it's not like Mm -hmm. it's. It's not about that. You can yeah. definitely stay in school. Yeah, if you want that. Especially you have to if you have no to bullshit be a, with like yourself. Western doctor, then please stay in yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, or if like an engineer or something. Probably yeah. it's if that is your dreams, yeah. then you know, be our guests. But just remember that you have also only been told most of your mm-hmm. li- life, most likely, that this is the only ways to Mm -hmm. achieve your dreams or to earn those money or to do this and this and that and the whole point with this like all jokes aside is just to strip down and get real with how reality actually looks like versus what you have been taught it looks like because then you have a choice and Mm -hmm. you choose to go to university or you choose to not go to university but you are at least you are the one choosing because now you see that there's life beyond, right? Exactly. And I think that's very empowering as well for you, because then you know for sure that you're not just following any stream that has been laid upon you. <laughs> we're on a busy schedule today, but yeah. I feel like we covered so many great things. I just want to throw a very cute suggestion in, suggestion in which is one of my favorite things to do if I feel like I need to redirect, but I'm not sure how to do it and I need help call your lovely friend or your mother and ask them can you tell me from your point of view how you see my most beautiful future how do, what does it look like how mm. do you see when you see me with with your love and when you see me as who I am what is like can you ha- like what do you see for me my most beautiful future i this is so one of the best practices ever it's so it creates so much bonding and it also gives you so much courage and makes you so proud because when when you get to see how you look through loving eyes that's a very special thing and suddenly you feel very encouraged to go for the best version of your life ever so i think that's something that i want to suggest i love that I love that, guys. We're we're very sorry for ending this abruptly. I have a I have a I have a very important business meeting that I've actually been wanting to do for a long time, and I'm finally in a position where I'm able to. And um, congratulations! Yeah, thank you so much. I'm like grabbing this opportunity, and I'm following my light. Yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to this meeting, and we will see you next week in the meantime you can go and follow us on instagram at it's after sunset and um, we would love to chat with you in there so until then call your best friend or your mother or grandmother and ask them how they see your most beautiful potential and then we'll see you on next sunday yes see you guys bye bye